everybody. Welcome back to the In the Round podcast. You got Matt and Tyler here. What up? And today we got one of one of my favorite writers in town. To be to be dead ass with you, and a guy that we've become friends with over the last few weeks, and uh, God's very talented. A name that if you don't know him already, you will know very soon. We got Mr. Dylan Marlowe with us. Dylan, how the hell are you doing, buddy? <laughs> Doing Appreciate good, that. man. Dude, Happy I'm ass. sorry. I'm, I'm laughing at this picture over here, Tyler. Oh, yeah. That's like great. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, so that picture, the story behind that photo, oh, uh, it's a good one, Tyler. You want to set the scene for that? It was I'm on, on vacation, a, so it's kind of okay, but when we I'm first on a saw cruise that. in to Mexico, and I am sitting in like the main, like little, like where you enter the boat at, kind of. There's like a bar there, and I'm drinking and stuff. And I'm just chilling out, and all of a sudden, I see the uh, photographer is um, kind of looking lonely. So, me being drunk at like 11 o'clock at night, went and did that. <laughs> and the next night, I got drunk again, and went and paid for it on a 16 by 20 canvas. And oh. got it framed. How much did that run you? Um. Well, it was like a buy one, get one half off. I had a girlfriend at the time that... I don't have any more, so I got a picture of us, but then I got that picture. So I'm going to say that that's the half-off picture. <laughs> um, it was those two were 90 bucks for the two of them. So I'm going to say that that was uh, one thing I will 30 say about, bucks. One thing I will say about Boudreaux, when he gets drunk, he gets very, very generous. So if you are if, yeah. if you get Boudreaux out there, he gets very generous, and he was generous. And I love the photo. We've been trying to figure out where to hang it up here in the studio because it's just fantastic. He just posed so well, the Braves hat. He's clean shaven, got the little mustache going. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think the frame was like twenty bucks, oh, so I'm like fifty bucks in on that. You know, <laughs> honestly, it's not, not bad. Not bad for fifty bucks. No, Hell of a conversational piece, right? <laughs> yeah, break the ice. <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. And um, we uh, we'll we'll post a picture of that up on our Instagram for you guys. Uh, to yeah, see so they stuff. can see what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Now, speaking of talking about stuff, so you you do a lot of songwriting here in Nashville. Yeah. You go out there and play as well. How long have you been living in this crazy town? Uh, just a little bit over a year. Okay. So. And you're from Statesboro, Georgia. Yeah. So where Statesboro. in the map of the great music state of Georgia is Statesboro? It's so like a, right by the coast. By, it's about an hour in, uh, west from Savannah. Okay. So. Okay, cool. Under Atlanta. All Southeast. That. Southeast. Yeah. Okay, cool. So big Braves fan. Oh, yeah. I big, mean, uh, big Georgia sports it, fan? Yeah, we, we ain't the good at clutching stuff out. But. Hey, I'm a Yankees fan. We got our we we had a rough night the other night. We're, we're yeah. done now with baseball season. I'm now, just glad that I'm not a Georgia fan or else this last couple of weeks would have sucked. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What's going on with the dogs? What the hell? No, dude, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what to say about it. I'm lost for words right now. And Carolina gave Florida a tough time the other day, too. So maybe it's just Carolina's coming on. Maybe it's not you guys were playing. Maybe Alabama a good, like, first half. Yeah, and Bama had a tough time with Tennessee this week. Dude, could you imagine? We didn't have a tough Could you imagine if Bama lost to Tennessee? How Dude, great that would have been? That, I mean, I was on, on the edge for Tennessee. I was. That's the only time you'll ever see me root for Tennessee. But <laughs> I Dude, yeah. I was hoping they won that game. Yeah, no, but Tua will be back. All's going to be right in the world, Boudreaux. Don't worry. It's okay. I didn't get to watch it. Yep. Me and him were at a Jason Isbell concert. So, yeah, he is. I mean. <laughs> we were getting the little updates and stuff. But, um, but yeah, so growing up in Georgia, that is like the songwriter country music capital of, of states. Like, yeah, I'm from New York, so I would always pay attention to where people were coming from when I was doing the radio thing, and everybody was coming out of Georgia. Yeah. Thomas Rhett, Brantley Gilbert, Luke Bryan, yeah. Cole Swindell, um, Red Akins, um, 
I'll DM everybody. Like, come yeah, out every, of every time somebody up here asks me where I'm from, I say Georgia. They're like, oh, so no. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, hey, you know what? That something in the water down there, I guess. Yeah. So, what was it like growing up down there? Because, like, for you, I mean, I'm sure you got to see a lot of people come through, and like, honestly, uh, I didn't. I mean, I never really was into like music until uh, like my senior year of high school. So I kind of, which I, I mean, I'd, I'd sneak out of the bars and stuff then, but. I wasn't into like the up and coming music scene. I just heard what was on the radio at that point, and then some something about it hit me uh, in high school where I just started loving music and learned how to play. One of my buddies that uh, lived beside me in the neighborhood had bought a guitar. He started playing it, and I was like, "Well, damn, that's pretty cool." So I started playing it, and then back and forth, back and forth, and I don't know. I just I picked it up one time, and then that was it, and I just. And then I kind of started getting into it, but I—I I mean, if I was proud, if I was into it, I know at that time like Al Dean and Cole Swindell and all those guys were coming through Statesboro. Eric Church even came through there. Like, there were so many people that played that little that market right there. Is that closer to UGA or Georgia Southern or Georgia Tech or what college? Cause Georgia Southern's like Statesboro. Oh no shit! Yeah, like so in you, that town. So you grew up in a college town. Yeah. Then. Oh yeah. Because I know the college circuit is huge, and we see it a lot being on the road with, with the guys that we're out with right now. Mm-hmm. You're just hitting college town after college town. Yeah, so you're seeing a lot of shows and a lot of concerts yeah. come yeah. through there. Yeah. No, if I, I would, if I was in college at that time, that, that would have been definitely fun. Yeah. But also when I got there, there was a, a bunch of uh, like drama stuff that happened where uh, some events happened, and then all those bars got shut down. So oh, now no there's shit. like there's one bar, the Blue Room there. And that's pretty much like the bar where everybody plays. And was it all fake ID stuff? No, it, it was uh, actually. I guess I guess this isn't like the most like straight like strict podcast. No, like, dude, you no, say whatever the hell I you mean, want. Yeah. So pretty much, this guy, uh, um, not making fun of this, just this this what happened. The uh, one of the bouncers I think was uh, on drugs. And so another a kid had went to like steal money from the tip jar and the bouncer that was like uh high, he threw him like outside on the asphalt and killed him. So then they shut down like all those bars. Oh shit. So like Dingus is still open, the blue room's open. What's the name of that first one? Did you say Dingus? Yeah, Ding- it's called Dingus McGee's. That is the most co- that is awesome. I wanna go there. I wanna it's, get it's a shirt. Pretty, it's pretty <laughs> nice. It, it it's laid back. I mean, yeah, it's cool. They got good food. Dingus McGee's. I love that. that <laughs> that's country as hell. I love that. That's awesome, man. We're still giving old Matt here some culture. So. Yeah, dude. And we went out. I'll let you tell the story, Dylan, <laughs> since you're the guest. So, so you. I mean, I knew I was going to have my, my hands full and, and really have to prove myself going out with. We was out. We, it was the three of us. We had our good buddy Lee Langston out there as well. And then Charlie Muncaster, um, the boss man from, uh, from Muscadine. And Charlie invited us out to shoot. And I'm not going to say no. And I, I own a shotgun. It ain't functioning right now, but you could probably explain <laughs> what happened with that. I mean, pretty much we went to this station and everybody's... Let me add to this real quick before you go. This is the first stop of the day. Yeah, I mean, first station. Within 30 minutes of us getting there. So everybody's... I mean, I, I think I shot my, my four shells. We're on the course, so you got shoot one, one, and then a pair. So, I, I mean, everybody... I shot, Lee shot, comes up. <laughs> With his old shotgun, pump shotgun. And he goes, guys, I think it's stuck. Well, he put the shotgun shell backwards in the in the bottom of it. 
And I think me and Lee spent probably 30 minutes getting that shell out. Yeah. Got the shell out, and then the uh, ejector pin fell out after the shell fell out. Good stuff. But, I mean, what? I mean, you're from New York, though. It wasn't yeah. high expectations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a golf course, I'll smoke you. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I did get to shoot some of, some of your guys' guns, and it was an awesome time being yeah, out well, there. Yeah, it was a good time. But, yeah, I still got to take that shotgun somewhere. It's still sitting in the case. Coda Bear, I think, is going to take a crack at it, but I'm probably going to have to take it somewhere. Just so, take it somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah, it was... Um, Good times. It was um, it was an experience for sure. But for you growing up, so did you? You grew up around doing the outdoors. Yeah, thing. I mean everything. We never. My family never had a bunch of land just because we were we were kind of back and forth between like Savannah and Statesboro, and uh, but I always had buddies that that had tons of land. So I mean I was hunting it every day. Like high school, I mean I couldn't remember me and my buddy Judson skipping class like first first block. Our, almost our whole senior spring just going turkey hunting and then getting out at lunch and then going turkey hunting before baseball practice. And then every, I mean, every day, like, yeah, it was. That's awesome. It was a great childhood being around all that. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. What was, how old were you when you first started really? Like, cause I know you, you said you used to shoot competitively too, like shoot yeah. skeet and all that um, stuff. And in uh, high school, I went to like a, a private school my last two years to play baseball. And we had this uh, shotgun team. So I shot. I mean, I learned a bunch doing that. Obviously, it didn't show the other day because I'm a little rusty. But <laughs> I wasn't ever the best. Hey, at it hey you know what? You did better than Lee. You did exactly. better <laughs> than Lee Langston, who's mad. At, shout out to you, Lee. You're, you're an awesome dude, and, and keep keep me employed. I love love working for you, Lee. But um, but when we were out there the other day. He's he used to manage a gun store, and he's done. He's been around it his whole life too. And yeah. You were doing better than that. He I mean, I beat Lee, and I haven't been able to shoot for seven years. <laughs> yeah, so. he's, had, he's had two reconstructive shoulder surgeries. Yeah, when I had this shoulder there. surgery, they told me I couldn't shoot for five years. So I, that just uh, went away like two years ago now. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, on, to be on Lee's side, I mean, he. I mean, if you sell them at a gun store, you don't necessarily get to shoot them. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. So you yeah. just got to know about them. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But and no, I did beat Lee. You did. <laughs> I did, But too. then, I mean, Charlie beat and all then, of us. So. But, yeah. you know, but Chuck's a member of the gun club. Yeah, so that's true. That's true. So he's done that course a few times, so we might have to get back out there. I'm going to have to really watch when I load shells yeah. into the gun this time. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so for you, songwriting and stuff, when did that really start? coming to be and and how did that lead to you wanting to be like hey let me go to nashville like um man i i don't even i think uh i mean i think i know a bunch of people that have said this but i guess that just shows how great of an artist he is like just hearing eric church and hearing how his songs were so different and like i said i know there's probably a hundred different people that would say the same thing but i guess he's just that good like when when, that he can make kids Say okay, I, I want to do this, yeah. and, and then um, definitely like I, I I mean, so the story behind me wanting to play the guitar was because like I played this uh, senior baccalaureate service at our high school, and man, I I was never like the popular guy, like never really had like a like girls going crazy over me, but man, when I played that guitar that night. <laughs> Every girl in my high school class had said something about it. And so I was I told my dad, I said, I think it's time to hang baseball up on the shelf and try this whole guitar thing. And so I was like, you know, excited about that because just something different, especially in a small town. Nobody I mean, 
nobody else really did that, I guess. So it was kind of cool to be one of the only people. And there's a couple people down there that do it. It was cool to be one of those few. And then uh, I guess songwriting just hit me uh, probably in college. I can just remember, uh, like I said, my buddy Judson, we lived together. I can remember, I can remember living with him and just coming home to like study notes that I took that day. And I didn't take any notes. I just had wrote like song lyrics down. And so at that point, I was like, God, I got to. You know, I got to get out of school and do this. So, yeah. talked to my dad, and he said, "Man, if you really want to do it, you need to just do it." Yeah. Like, you got. I mean, if you got a backup plan, then you ain't ever gonna put all you got to the first plan. So, I worked with him for two years, and then I moved up here. So, what were you in school for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just went because everybody else went, so I went. Thought that was the thing to do. Before you were picking up the guitar, were you thinking about playing baseball in college? Was that like a real thing? Yeah, so I was doing like showcases in the summer, fall ball with travel teams, and then spring ball at the high school. So, I mean, like my whole life revolved around baseball from the time I was probably six to 18. So telling your parents, I think it's time for me to hang hang the cleats and the bat up and start picking a guitar. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was weird because they put a lot of money into it. Sorry. You're good, buddy. Which, uh, which I'm thankful for. They they put a lot of money and time into me playing baseball. But I think, I mean, and I sucked when I first started, too. So I don't know how they were so supportive of it. You know, I, I mean, I I don't know. I'm, I'm glad they were. I'm glad they helped me stuck with it or stick with it. But, yeah, I mean, no, they're, they're really – they're probably some of the most supportive parents I could even think of. I mean, when I told them I wanted to do it, they were like, all right, well, let's, let's go, you know. I worked with dad, like I said, to save money. What were you doing? What does your dad do? What were you doing for work? Uh, underground utility. So I uh, laid pipe, did a lot, laid a lot of pipe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I also uh, burned an excavator to the ground. You burned an excavator? Yeah. Oh, let's hear this story. Yeah. yeah. How, how the hell does that happen? <laughs> yeah, I still owe my dad for that. I told him if I ever write a number one song, I'm going to buy him a mini excavator. So we're, <laughs> we're burnt. We, uh, before we, so my dad's the kind of guy where like, we had a but we had a lot of of land that needed to be cleared before we could even work. My dad's the kind of guy where he's not going to pay somebody to clear it. He's going to do it himself. And I mean, I, I love that about him. So he was like, "All right, let's get to work." So instead of paying a company that has like all these machines, like the, specifically for that, we get excavators and start ripping trees up, cutting them, cutting them. Well, when, once we had a big amount of trees, uh, we'd burn them, move on to the next acre. So I, we were burning trees. I had this mini excavator, and I, you can't see this. Y'all can see it. The people that are listening ain't going to be able to see it. But if you can imagine laying one tree down vertically in a fire, like a long, skinny pine tree, then laying a second tree horizontally on the bottom of the vertical tree, so that created like a teeter-totter effect, and the tree that was already on fire leaned back and fell in between the arm of the machine, the oh, boom, no. and the cab. And then it caught grease and all that stuff and just <laughs> caught fire. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was bad, and it burned all the way to the ground. Okay. I mean, so, it, it was gone. So let's hope that number one song comes along. Yeah, man. That hit comes one, along. One day, something, at least something. I told him, I said, I'm going to buy you one. Might not need it by then, but I'm going to buy it anyways. <laughs> That's awesome. So you've been in town, you said, for a little over a year. Yeah. Um, something we like to ask people, what was your first night? Like, what was the first night that you don't remember going out in Nashville? Because we know it's a party, and we know it gets crazy. And you're a songwriter, so First night I don't remember it. Like, just craziness, where you either went downtown, or you were hanging at Winners or Losers, or Red Door, or... 
Honestly, up since I've been here, I haven't really gone out like and gotten drunk. But the uh, I, before I moved up here, I played whiskey jam long like uh, in May the year, but not like the same year before I moved up here. And I had my buddy Screech and uh, my girlfriend Natalie, m- mom, dad. They all came up here. I love that you have a buddy named Screech. Oh, he's awesome. All yeah. I can picture is the dude from Saved by the Bell. That's that's why we call him Screech, <laughs> and he's actually moving up here soon too. Oh he's, no shit! Yeah, he's gonna like he's gonna be my tour manager and oh fuck yeah, yeah. so it's, it's awesome. And uh, yeah, we uh, we we got pretty lit that night. We we tore up Nashville that night. Yeah, I'd, I'd say. But since I moved up here. Um, I've tried to just stay as busy as I can be and give myself good excuses not to go out and spend money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I mean, I guess I sound like an old guy, but like, I, I guess I used to be a lot wilder than I am now back in my younger days before yeah, and I was how, 22. And how, and how old are you? 22. 22 yeah. You're 22. Yeah. Damn. I just, I don't know. You get ID'd heavy at the bars, don't you? Yeah. No, I, I get. I, I was a door guy. So was Tyler. We were both door guys at Whiskey Row for about a year. So yeah. we would check in fake IDs. We'll show you. We have a whole book. I got one. One night, I got a guy. It was right after you went out with us that time and sold merch. Oh, yeah. Literally, that Monday night after, there was a kid come up that looked exactly <laughs> like you, except for maybe two inches shorter, and handed me a fake Georgia ID. And I called him on it. And he had like two buddies with him, too. And one of them, like, circled around behind me, and I was like, hey, bud, like, this is fake. And he's, like, arguing with me and cussing me out and all. And I'm like, dude, you can do what you want, but it's fake. And so finally, like, I uh, I was just like, all right, dude, what's your birthday? And he, like, quoted me a birthday. And I just went to check to see if it was right, and I, like, barely pulled it out of my pocket, and he reached for it. And he, like, grabbed it, and I grabbed him. <laughs> and we were, like, kind of tussling over the ID. Like, it popped up in the air. No, he ended up with it, and I ended up with him in my arm, in my hand, and uh, one of his buddies, like, cross-armed me and, like, made made me break my hold on him. And that kid, the last – so Whiskey Rose on the corner of 4th yeah. and Broadway. I saw that kid running out 4th. The last time I saw him, he was crossing over Korean Vets, going to Martins, and was still sprinting. He was scared. I put the fear yeah. of God in him. Yeah, no, I mean, I get – I think I went to Red Door one time with my buddy Brian just just to hang out, and uh, they I mean they didn't let me in. I had my real ID, I had the uh, paper copy ID that goes with the real ID, yeah, and my social security card. I said, "Man, they I, still didn't let you in." Yeah, he told me it was fake. I was like, "You you mean to tell me you think I went and printed a fake ID?" Then I said, <laughs> I "Think I've heard of this story." Well, dang, actually. I need to go one step further and print a, a paper ID, and then. Print a fake social. I mean, yeah, I look like a kid though. I mean, I get it, but no, it means you're going to age really well. Yeah, like, well, I'm, good. I mean, I'm gonna be a hot dad one day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just I'm gonna be a young dad. I'm gonna be fifty, looking thirty. Yeah, I'm there fine you with go. It. That's good, I'm man. About it. And for the artist thing, that helps you. That's good, man. So for you, when you first came up, what? Because you're doing the artist thing as well. Like you're going yeah. out and playing shows yeah. and and doing all that. Was it always you wanted to do the artist thing, or was it you wanted to be a songwriter, then the artist thing kind of just came up with opportunity? No, I knew since the beginning I wanted to be more of an artist. And then once I kind of found myself writing songs that I just fell in love with, then I was like, well, dang, like I could do this both. Um, And, I mean, the more I I write songs, like the more I'm just, I don't know, I guess I – 
I just want to do both of them, you know? Yeah. I can't, if, if you asked me what I had, which I'd rather do, I wouldn't be able to pick one. Yeah, but that's why it's called singer-songwriter. Yeah. So you, no. so you, so so you do I, I hope both. to keep that like a true meaning and yeah. for as long as I can write my own songs. I mean, I know at some point, you know, you cut other people's songs, and that's the point of songwriters in town. Yeah. So I'm not against that either, but I want to, you know, I love, I, love, I love going out and playing a song and somebody going, dang, that's good, and you being able to say, well, I wrote that. Yeah. Something cool about that. Yeah. For you, is there a certain show that sticks out so far? I mean, I know you're 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 still young doing this, um, but I, you've gone around and played a little bit. I don't know. I know that. Uh, I think. I mean, probably a month ago, we played. Uh, my buddy Trey does down home days, like this giant field party back home, and that was awesome. I mean, like just. I mean, I, I couldn't tell how many people were there, but. There's probably close to seven, eight hundred, and then just so, to hear so your, your buddy Trey. That's Trey Landon, yeah, right? Yeah. See, that that's the thing about Georgia. You all have such a network of just <laughs> people that are just coming out of there, and I feel like there's such like a helping hand. Like, oh no, even I going mean, way back to the Peach Picker guys. Like yeah. those guys love to help young songwriters from Georgia out because you're from Georgia because you are so freaking talented. And I'm thankful for Trey. I mean, he's helped me yeah. more than I could even imagine. How, now, did you know him before you moved up here, or did yeah? You- and uh, so one, I mean, right after I graduated high school, I was playing this uh, like open mic night at so this place called Locos. And uh, Trey walked in there one time, and we just became buddies. And he's been, I think, the first song ever sent to me. He texts me back. He's like, "Nah, that ain't it." <laughs> I was like, "All right," because <laughs> you know, mom and dad are like, "Oh, that's good." Yeah. You know? Trey's like, "Nah." So I'm thankful though, because I mean, there's no telling what I'd be right now if he didn't, if he wasn't honest with me back then. So. Yeah, but um, we played that down home days, and just to hear like all like the hometown singing, like uh, I had the song called Eleven Eleven. I put it out yeah. like before I even moved up here, but to hear them like singing that back, I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Like, yeah, it, it gives you that like a little bit of confidence, uh, or like just a little bit of like, because sometimes I mean, as, as well, there's so many of us up here, sometimes you kind of get like kind of discouraged by everybody doing it and then when you when when something like that happens it gives you like a little spark of like okay you know this is attainable yeah and so that i mean that's probably my like that's always my favorite show to play which i haven't I haven't played too many band shows yet just i've been up here this 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 whole year up here i mean i've been i've been writing my butt off just trying to yeah. write as many songs as i can so now that i've got a, a good catalog of stuff then um some stuff starting to happen we'll gonna try to get on the road more yeah so for you as, as a writer are you are you with a publishing company right now uh not yet not yet not but, yet um i don't know if i'm allowed to talk about it okay. or not but, but but good things are happening yeah, yeah so that's work, awesome works, dude so. no but no but congrats on that yeah, like thanks. even just to have that mention that's gotta yeah. be that's the hardest thing because the most the biggest um occupation or biggest thing of employment in nashville is yeah. songwriter yeah, there's no, so many yeah. people that just write songs and there's only so many people that get that opportunity to yeah. do something like that so no, i'm I mean, I'm over the moon about it. So yeah, that's awesome, man. Finishing some paperwork up and stuff like that. Okay, all right, cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. So for so for 2019, this has been a year of just writing. How many songs do you think you've written this year? I don't even know. Uh, gosh, probably close to a hundred, I'd guess. I mean, I've got like a Dropbox folder full of songs, and then like the files on my phone have like 79 in them. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've got a bunch of songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so just writing and writing and writing. Yeah, and, and I'd say out of those 100, you know, there's a good 15 that are that I would fight for. So That's awesome. 
That's cool, man. Now, something else that we like to do, we like to play some games on here. We've been doing a lot of yeah, segments dude. recently. We tried one segment a few weeks ago, and it got a little rowdy. You ever heard of card? Have you ever heard of card cards against humanity? I've heard of it. Okay. I don't. I've never so, played it. So we have another card game. We're not going <clears> to <throat> play that. It's called like personally incorrect, and it's it gets really dark. Like I think the first card when we played it a couple weeks ago with uh, with Hunter Jordan and Evan Mayo was um, the first winning card was like a Hitler card or something. Okay. So it gets wild. Yeah. It gets really wild, and there's a lot it's of weird. Fun. It's fun, but we're gonna tonight. I think what we're gonna do. What are we gonna do, Tyler? We're gonna play a game that we play with a guest uh, that just dropped last week, Kelly Rather. Okay, cool. Called Would You Rather. Uh-oh. So here we go. First one. Oh, shit. Would you rather be a billionaire or know the truth about aliens? Billionaire. I don't care about aliens. Really? Yeah. See, I care about all that Area 51. I mean, like, like, hey, hey, if you're a billionaire, you could pay for the truth. thing okay? is, is like, I love, I love, like, all that's, I love it. Like, all the mystery, like, I love that stuff. But, like, a billion dollars? It's a lot of money. I mean, you could have a lot of toys. Yeah. You hey, you could buy your dad that excavator. I, I could buy him 10 of them. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Be the main character in The Simpsons or be the main character in Family, Family Guy? Guy. Family yeah. Guy? Yeah, dude. I, I never could get behind The Simpsons. But I couldn't either. High school, like me and my brothers, we watched Family Like our parents didn't want us to, but we would oh, yeah. watch it all. Not, like, yeah. Dude, I uh, so I had a college semester where I had... um psychology and then chapel which i ran sound for that semester and then uh i had physics of sound followed by like an abstract math course like all back to back with no breaks like literally was sprinting across campus yeah. to get the next class and me and my roommate pretty much had the same schedule so we would meet up like we'd go eat and we'd go back to the room and meet up and we'd watch like four or five hours of family guy just to like kind of help our brain like Form back into a harder substance. Yeah, yeah dude. There's Family Guy is a show that's been around for a minute. Dude, yeah, it's, it's still going. Yeah, it's messed up, but it's funny to oh, watch. Do you like South Park at all? No, no, you can't. I, mean, do I, that? I, I don't. I don't. Only thing I watch now is like, uh, I just started this uh, the Meat Eater stuff on Netflix. That stuff's yeah. pretty good. Have you watched uh, Big Mouth yet? Uh, uh-uh, uh I've seen you, it. You gotta watch that one. That's I haven't hilarious. watched much like cartoon stuff. That one's good. All right, here's here's another one. Would you rather get rid of all the bad drivers on the road or never have to wait in line at stores and restaurants? Probably anybody that knows me would probably know I'd say probably bad drivers. I'd say, I'd, I'd go with bad drivers. I kind of have 46%. I kind of have a little little bit, not, not much, but a little bit of like a road anger. Not, really? Not anger, well, but... Well, you drive a big-ass truck. It's kind of hard to move around in that thing when you got little cars. I have cars. a buddy that says that you are automatically three times an angrier person when you <laughs> get behind the wheel of a car <laughs> than you are any other time in your life. Yeah, dude. And down here, it's such a free-for-all driving in Nashville. I would say that's almost true, except for I've had to deal with TSA on the uh, bad end of stuff. Yeah. And I, I was shaking. <laughs> Damn, dude. Have a credit card with an infinite amount of money or have superhuman strength and agility? Oh, this is a good one. What do you got there, Mona? Do you got to pay the credit card off? It's an infinite amount of money. Probably, uh, I don't know, probably the the strength and agility. What would you do with that? I'd run. You just run? I'd just run. You just run everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd, like be, he'd be chasing down deer. I would, yeah, he'd be yeah, chasing I'd down run. deer with a fuck knife. 
That's right. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Live in a. Would you rather live in a random country every day, or live in a country of your choosing for the rest of your life? Definitely choosing. Would it be this country? Be America. The America. Yeah. America, <laughs> Wouldn't be anywhere else. Have you been to another country before? The Bahamas, another country. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Bahamas. You see, I have a passport, but I've never been. Never I been to any other country. I gotta go. Up, I want to try to go up to Canada. I'd like to go play like overseas for like troops and stuff. That'd be, That'd cool. be cool. The USO yeah. stuff. Yeah, that would I'd be love really to cool. Do that. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty bad. Trying to get one more, but there's ads and this is. You didn't buy the app. Nah, you just got the free one. You got the free Tyler one. Tyler don't pay for shit unless you get him drunk. Then it becomes generous. <laughs> no, no, I still don't pay for apps. I think the only app I've ever paid for is Photoshop. Yeah, like, yeah, no, like even like the face app that's on there, like the old guy thing. Which, by the way, I got to show you that picture. We put um, the age app on that portrait picture, I've and he looks like an old grandpa. He looks like an old, like an old <laughs> Confederate general. It's awesome. I have some great ones of me, like whenever I had to wear suits and stuff all the time. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Being a musician, live. Would you rather live the rest of your life without sight, or live the rest of your life without sound? I've always. I've always like wondered about that, like if I have my eyes or not. Uh, probably, I mean, I guess I could do it without sight. You know, I could. Yeah. It's weird that Ray only Char- 27, it. 27% of the people in this app chose that. Everybody wants, everybody would rather live without sound. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if I was like Chris Stapleton or Luke Combs, I could live without sound. Like they could probably sing perfect without they it. They could still do yeah. it. I yeah. need it though. Yeah. <laughs> so you bring up those two guys for you. Who are some of your like? Who are you jamming to? Who are some of your favorites that you'll you'll crank up or have on Spotify or here on the radio and turn it up a little bit? Like old, like old or like up new and upcoming. Let's like, start with new and upcoming, then we'll go to old. Dude, so I don't know if y'all heard it or not, but like Johnny McGuire's new EP is yeah, all, dude. awesome. I love yeah. it. Um, I love that. Uh, I was trying to think of what else. Uh, I love Jameson Rogers. Uh, Jameson. Did you see that? Uh, wasn't that Jameson that did the new uh, supergroup that they're forming out of Texas? No, that's that? Josh, that's Josh Abbott. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's all the Texas guys. But Jamo is doing a lot right now. Yeah, he's- dude, I've always been a fan of his stuff. Like I said, him obviously. I mean, Hardy's. I mean, he's yeah. As a country guy, you gotta love Hardy. Yeah. He's just singing country ass songs and oh, just yeah. sending it. And then uh, also uh, Parker McCollum's real good. I like him. And then like old stuff, like uh, I always find myself listening to old um, Kenny Chesney, like that stuff. And then uh, Joe Diffie and um, Kenny Chesney. That was the first album I ever bought with my allowance money. When really? you had when they had those little like circle CD players with the headphones you'd yeah. attach to it. I wouldn't say that was like old country, but I just always find myself like when I'm just driving around li- wanting to listen to something. Yeah, like. Uh, I'm drawing blanks right now, but the uh, I can't even remember the name of the song, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the one the, where he's coming out the water with the cowboy hat on. That record. Oh jeez, yeah, you're going way back, like way back. Yeah, shoot, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look that up real quick to see because I my first record that I ever bought was Kenny Chesney, No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problems. Yeah, that, then my next one was the nickel ba- was the Nickelback All the Right Reasons <laughs> record. Third grade was rough, some dude. Great ones there. Third, third grade, grade was, was rough. rough there. Yeah, third grade back in the day, 2003 was rough. Let me see what album that was because that you're going way back in Kenny Chesney. 
Let's see which one. So we got which one would it be? You scroll and think you scroll and find that. I don't even see it on here. Oh shit. Might have took it off. Damn, yeah, that one, that's the, um, I think that's, that's yeah, no like, shoes, no shirt, no problems on the there. The good stuff. Young, yeah. Young was a fucking jam back in the day. Yeah, old Kenny Chesney, I mean, that. that's what, I, I can remember when I was like, in middle, or probably middle school, elementary school, my parents playing it, and I hated it back then. And then, all of, I mean, you know, something about when I got in high school, I just started, like, loving that kind of stuff, and, uh, Trying to think of some other like John Anderson, like old old country yeah. stuff. And my dad's always been like rock and roll, so he never really listened to a bunch of old country. But uh, so what was he listening to? What were you growing Nick, up? Nickelback. Listening? Oh, I mean, Nickelback. Okay. I, I always grew up Nickelback. Like my dad was a drummer too back in the day. So oh no shit. He's like hard, like you know. Uh, I can remember just him taking us to school listening to Nickelback every day, like with that one CD. Uh, I think of what else. Nickelback uh, was big back in the day. Yeah. For whatever reason, the internet just said no to them. And yeah, it's I don't what they're doing now with uh, Imagine Dragons. Oh yeah, because Imagine Dragons is starting to have that go on too, man. That and like it's Skillet, weird. Skillet, Skillet. Skillet. Okay, Christian Rock. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Was there a lot? a hell of a show. Yeah, Skillet was. They just played the uh, that Exit 111 festival. Yeah, here, they did here a couple weeks ago in Nashville. Uh, for you, was was worship music a big thing? Because I know you 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 grew up down here in the Bible Belt. Um, I mean, my dad always like. So before I got in the travel ball, when I got in the travel ball, and it was every weekend, we kind of got out of the habit of going to church, which I hate. But um, before that, my dad was like a drummer at at the church we went to, and. Uh, so, I mean, I was there, like, at, when they did rehearsal on, like, Tuesday nights. Um, yeah, so I listened to a bunch of that. Uh, I never, now, like, looking back on it now, like, some of the stuff, uh, I, I like love listening to contemporary Christian, like, some of that stuff's yeah. pretty good, like, melodies. It's, it's all, like, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I mean, when you're writing a Christian song, like, it's all about the same. <laughs> look at this guy. Oh, fucking Ethan Willis sticking his head in there. Don't that hat look good on him, though? He was wearing, he's been wearing nah, Red Sox hats. Nah. And we told him, we got a, me and uh, my, our buddy, my buddy Dave Hangley, who's also from the Jersey, New York area, we said, if we buy you a Yankee hat, that'll fit his head. He's got one of those big mm-hmm. ass heads. So only like auto brand and certain oh, new era yeah. hats fit his head. We're like, if we buy you a Yankee hat, well, can we burn the Red Sox hat? And he said, sure. So we ordered it on lids that night and it came in. So now he's wearing Mississippi boy wearing a Yankees hat. He's still got that Atlanta hat though. Oh, he still has a Braves hat. Of course. We won't let him, yeah. We won't let him touch the Braves hat, but we're going to burn the Red Sox hat. Yeah, I don't care about the Red Sox. Hey dude, that's music to my ear. See, we're getting along. You're going to teach me how to load a shotgun, right? You're saying fuck the Red Sox. That's They're good. my AL team, so oh, man. But dude, that's that's some awesome stuff. Growing up with so many different influences, yeah. music. No, for sure. Now, for you, we're coming up on the end of 2019. What's 2020 look like? What are some goals you got for um, next year? Definitely, uh, we're gonna. I mean, I think I. I don't know what the exact plan is yet. Uh, you know, but I I, I definitely think uh, being on the road probably 300 times more than I am right now is a thing of. Uh, Working with some booking people right now, and uh, uh, I've always done singles, so we're probably put out like a whole project. Oh hell probably, yeah! Probably like a, I mean, if I if it was up to me, it'd be like a bigger EP, not just like three songs, maybe yeah. five or six, because I have so many to pick from. Yeah, and so many that I probably couldn't like kick off. So I'd like to do that, and uh, 
I don't know. It's all kind of overwhelming at sometimes. Like, there's so much going on. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just excited for it, honestly. I don't really know what's going to happen. <laughs> to be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> well, dude, I can definitely say, like, you're, you're moving in the right direction. Yeah, like, no, there, there's, there's a buzz around yourself and the guys that you're writing with and hanging with. And whether it be a guy like Lee. We, were, we love you, Lee, by the way. I know we were giving you shit earlier, but we love you, Lee Langston. And look forward to another day out, on the, uh, out at the Nashville Gun Club with you. And Tyler Chambers, <laughs> who should have been at the Nashville Gun Club with us, but his lazy ass slept, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, I think he slept in. Yeah, he slept. Bit. We had a wild night, which, by the way, thank you for playing that first writer's oh, no, round that night. Was awesome. You guys, yeah. it was great that that opening round. It's great when you can start off a writer's round night with with four guys like what we had. We had yeah, you, oh, that was we awesome. had you, Tyler, Lee Langston, and Stephen Paul, and you guys, all Southern country ass boys, getting up there and just singing, <laughs> and, and it was cool, man. But hey, dude, very proud to call you a friend. And, yeah, and dude, just I, mean, I love what, hanging out with y'all, dude. You're more than welcome anytime. And you see, we've got all these guitars and shit everywhere, and and we just hang out here, drink some beers, do whatever else, and, <laughs> and, and jam all night. That's honestly what goes on here. Now you got your guitar with you. What kind of guitar do you play? Um, it's a uh, Gibson. It's like a. It's called a Sustainable. Okay. So it's one of the new ones they just came out with. It's, got, it's like all wood grain, okay. kind of all the fretboards, wood grain. Nice. Yeah. nice. We got that guitar. Do you mind playing a song for us? You yeah, cool with no, that? I'll play something. So what, um, what, oh no, you're going to, you're going to stay sitting right there, buddy. No, you're good. Um, what, um, uh, what song you want to play for us today? I, I've heard a couple of yours and. Is there a request? Does, yeah, I mean, I'll does take Boudreaux, I Does Boudreaux got a request? The, uh, oh, the one about the. About that's the, just my round here coming out or something like that. Oh, the where I come from? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And the dog. <laughs> the dog song, which tell the story of the dog song real quick, because you played this. I had, I hadn't heard that yet, but Lee Lee had talked up as soon as he said you were going to play it. About yeah. your favorite, it's your favorite love song. So, uh, me and my buddy Bri- y'all know Bryce Malden. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we uh, we were writing one day, just me and him. I said, man, we're always writing serious songs. It's like let's just have fun today. Let's. I mean, it don't matter if it ever gets cut by anybody, me, you. Let's just write a fun song. And uh, I, th- I don't remember what I had in my phone or if it was, I don't remember whose idea it was that we started with. And then uh, I was like, man, what if we, I mean, dogs do everything we want. They're so awesome. I mean, we don't deserve dogs, honestly. <laughs> like, I was like, they go fishing. I mean, which my girlfriend will go fishing with me every day and she won't complain. So I'm definitely not, the song wasn't like going out to her. Yeah. And it's not comparing to any girls. It's just saying, like, dogs don't care, dude. Like, if your buddies are coming over, they're happy. Yeah. If you're going fishing, they're happy. If you're sleeping, they're happy. They're always happy. Yeah. So we we were just like, let's just write a song saying about how our perfect woman is our dog. <laughs> and so, yeah. That's great. <laughs> and, have you heard this one yet, Tyler? Have you heard the dog one? I, I think I have. I think I've heard it a couple of times now. Yeah, dude, but... but- Dude, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, yeah. We'll have you pick up that guitar in a second. Uh, where can people go to find your music, find you on social media? He does media have stuff? one tweet. Oh, oh I did find quick. him. Oh, well, real quick. So, well, yeah, so I just started Twitter. I, somebody had uh, talked me into it. They were like, you need to make a Twitter. And I was like, well, all right, like I'll do it. I think I had one a while ago. There was, it wasn't when I was in high school. So it was so many like can weird. We, can we find that one? 
Do you remember what it is? I have no idea. Because we'll read some high school Dylan Marlowe. So Tyler likes to dig. So you know, you ever hear about? You ever hear the term Twitter troll? Like Uh people like. Or people, there's the internet trolls that just go on and fuck oh, with people. Yeah, Tyler's got like four or five of these accounts. He's had accounts banned for going after like Old Town Road or things like that. Yeah, he, that was my third he, strike one. Ye- yesterday, he was going after NFL, the NFL refs and like just tweeting really, really rough things. <laughs> so what we like to do is pull up, pull up uh, guest Twitter accounts and Tyler reads the tweets out. So this is hilarious. It's a video. So y'all got to go follow to really see it. But I'm going to describe it. He goes, this is how you adult, right? And he picks up a vacuum and starts vacuuming off his bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, a lot of people gave me crap for it because they were like, is that how you wash your sheets? I was like... No, I washed my sheets. That was just the mattress top. Yeah. Like, that that was the top of it. I wouldn't wouldn't vacuum my sheets. Yeah. So, just to make that clear, it's not my sheets. (laughs) It's a mattress topper. Oh man! So Twitter, we're expecting some good tweets from you. I'm. I need to get on. Honestly, for God, I had that till he just said that. Yeah, Tyler so does some digging, it. and we've found some some rough drunk tweets from people. Like uh-uh. People like to get on the Twitter and do it at like three in the morning after a night downtown. See, that's why I have fake accounts though, because I can tweet my mind, and it's not connected to me. Yeah, I feel that. That's the one thing about an artist is you kind of got to watch your back. You know, you don't want exactly. I mean, nowadays you can offend everybody, so I mean, there's no yeah. like getting around that. But I mean. so bring up a fake Twitter. You can say whatever you want, and nobody will ever know. Fake Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah fake one. Mill and Darlo. <laughs> that would be too. That'd be. Yeah, that might be too obvious. Yeah, but you got any more on there, Ty? No, nah, that's the only one he's okay. tweeted. So as far as Instagram and all that stuff, where can people go to find you? Um, just uh, Dylan Marlowe music. Okay. Uh, D Y L A N, and there's an E on Marlo. And you've got merchandise coming out. Yeah, or yeah. You've got some that are out that we saw in Carrollton, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we we had this white shirt uh, on the back of it. It's just like a guitar pick uh, with deer and a truck and some country stuff in it. <laughs> and uh, um, so then Natalie had the idea to she like cut it or something. She cut it all kinds of different places and then bleached it like bleach that you clean stuff with well then she sent me a picture of it and i was like that looks dope so i was like i want i bet girls would love this because i mean when if you see a bunch of you see a bunch of which muscadine has some awesome like yeah. like the muscadine like that's genius oh, dude, yeah that sells well i mean you have a couple people that do that but not a lot of people make shirts like for girls and stuff and if they do it's just like you know whatever so i was like i bet girls would love this so i put it on my instagram and i was like you know, if any girls want it, and then it just blew up. Like, a lot of girls wanted bleached cut shirts. I was surprised. I was like, okay. And Natalie, we were thinking, she was like, I'll do them. We're thinking there's going to be 10, 20 people. There's, like, a lot more than that. She's (laughs) like, oh, God. (laughs) Assemble the army. Yeah. Yeah, and then we we got, with some of the new stuff we'll put out, we got some cool ideas for merch, too, so. I kind of love. I'm just now getting into the merch like side of things. I kind of, I kind of yeah. love it. Like getting, trying to find something different than everybody else, and then seeing how people like them, yeah. seeing how they don't like them. Oh well, you're going to be selling a lot of merch right yeah. now and and further down the road as music comes so. out, dude. Because you got a lot of good things going for you. And make sure that. you jump on Spotify, Apple Music, yeah, all that stuff, all, all that good shit that's out there. Farmers get- only. Farmers only. Yeah. <laughs> Feeding the cows. There you go. There you go. Feeding the cows and everything. Well, Dylan, thank you for, yeah. for hanging out with us. Um, 
Would you mind doing two songs for us? No, I'll do three songs. You'll do three songs? No. Okay. <laughs> right. he's, he's one up in Ryan Nelson right now, right? No, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so now Dylan's gonna go get that guitar and get that all set up real quick. Tyler, where can people go to find out more about us? Uh in the round podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh at Matt Burrill on Instagram and at just a wondering Tyler on Instagram. And what's that uh, fake Twitter account, Tyler? You gonna uh, share that? We're not going to tell uh, you. Y'all <laughs> dig around and try to find it. If um, you know it's my Twitter, then it defeats the purpose of having a fake Twitter. So. Uh, I just want people to get on there and read all the crazy shit that you like nope. to tweet and stuff. But thank you guys for listening. Now, without further ado, here's our good buddy, Mr. Dylan Marlowe. First time I met her, man, I knew she was the one Took her home to mama and my mama fell in love Said better hold this one tight, don't you ever let her go Yeah, then she asked me what I love the most And I said, well, I love it when I tell her that we're going fishing She rides along with me and she don't do a bit of bitching She's honestly the perfect kind of woman that could ever tag along. Man, I got a damn good dog. She gives me kisses for I make it through the door She never wears no clothes, just lays naked on the floor Can't get her out of my lap every time we ride around She don't care about her hair, she just wants the windows down And she loves it when I tell her that my boys are coming over She wags her tail, they say her name, and she just rolls on over the perfect kind of woman that could ever tag along. Man, I got a damn good dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she don't mind if I go out at night or stay out way too late. Cause every time I'm home, there's a smile on her face. She loves it when I tell her that we're going fishing. My buddies come on over and she don't do no bitching. She's honestly the perfect kind of woman that could ever tag along. Yeah, she loves it when I tell her that we're hunting in the morning. I swear that she don't sleep a wink just waiting on that moment. She's honestly the perfect kind of woman tag along man I got a damn good dog Up when it's hicked up, gassed up in the drive. A beer can in my left hand and my baby on the right. And Hank sounds better on tape when you're taking it slow. And drinks taste better on a tailgate. Oh, but what do I know? Cause I'm just good at being a good old boy. Like my boots and trucks are.
fix it up, fry it up, find a field, tear it up, shoot dinner over my decoys. Cause I'm just good at being, at being a good old boy. Never been good at suits and ties and a damn dirt road. I don't drive, you can take it out of me and I'll still survive. Cause I'm just good at being a good old boy. Like my boots and trucks are handed down and my raising up on the good Lord. I can fix it up, fry it up, find a field, tear it up, shoot dinner over my decoys. When you're taking it slow, drinks taste better on a tailgate. I'm just good at being a good old boy. Can't help the way my daddy raised me up to make some noise.